All right. Well, we're at number 30. Today, I don't know why I've, I was so excited about number 30, episode 30. It's like we made it past the chaos year. <laughs> 27. <laughs> we are at episode 30. And um, how are you doing? I am well. Yeah, I'm excited about 30. It shows that we're we're still alive. We're still doing this. So that's that's, that's great. right. We're maturing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, today we have on my friend Lauren Ann Dauphin. Uh, Dauphin, I'll say it very French. She'll probably say it differently. Um, and she is a tarot reader. She is a healer. She's an astrologer. She makes these really cool, which we'll talk about, these little spell bags, which... Um, I've gotten a couple from her because they're just fun and they feel they feel really earthy too because there's like herbs and crystals in them, and I just am preferring the world to be more magical. So, Lauren Anne Dauphin, welcome to the show. So, hello, Lauren. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Happy Ooh. October. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Best month of the year. It sure is. Now, I said your name very French. I was like, Lauren Anne Dauphin. Yeah. <laughs> you can uh, do that. You can make it really French, or you can be really North Jersey like my family does and say Dauphin. <laughs> Dauphin? Yeah, that's what I was like. Oh, Lauren's going to say it different. I was like, I'll say it however you want me to say it. <laughs> no, we, we do both. That's fine. <laughs> Well, you and I met via um, Erin Gallagher, mm-hmm. correct? And Erin Gallagher is also a coach. She's been my coach um, several times. She's a Kaushik reader. She's a healer. She deal- She also certified with trauma. Any hootie. Um, she, she introduced us. She does everything. Um, <laughs> but it was a cool thing. It's one of the kinds of cool things that I like, a potential out there, like meeting out on Instagram or whatever, when you get with people that you like a lot, they'll introduce you to people that you like a lot and click. And I felt like you and I, we didn't clicked. We're like, yeah, you instantly, instantly, (laughs) like the first couple of seconds on the video, I'm like, I like this woman. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be just fine. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I was saying a little bit about what you do. Um, and that I had also like ordered some, the spell bags I talked about, like the, um, that I've gotten a couple of those and what I like, many things I like about them is they feel really earthy, like between like herbs and um, crystals and things like that. That's one of the things I love about them is feel, mm-hmm. it makes the earth and world feel magical. Um, but you. Do you want to talk about like all the stuff that you do? I mean, I mentioned like three mm-hmm. or four things that you do, but um, tell us like what all you do and like where you got started. So my business actually just officially turned a year old. So congratulations, like LLC license and all (gasps) that stuff. So I started it last year and then it's just, I mean, this last year has been the most productive, busiest, like best year. And I, so I've always been a witch, right? I always say that I was born one and I was interested in witchcraft and magic and all of the occult when I was a teenager. I mean, I was 13 when the craft came out and that was, that was it. When I saw that movie, I was like, this is my people. This is, this is, I love this. I watched it a (laughs) hundred times and went out and got books and actually got my first tarot deck when I was about that age. I got the spiral tarot. I used it a little bit, used it a little bit in college, but I put everything away for years. Um, I was actually an esthetician in spas for 14 years and worked okay. in skin care, loved it, thought I was going to do that forever. Then one day, about six years ago, I woke up and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just had that, that moment where it wasn't bringing me joy. I wasn't happy with it. It was like every day I was just doing things and, I, I needed a change and I got involved in a meditation group and I got attuned to Reiki and I started working with crystals and something just lit up inside of me Ooh. and I was just so excited and I started, my body started shifting, my energy started shifting and all of these intuitive gifts that I had as a kid. Like I used to see shadows in my room. I used to get impressions. I used to always feel like there was something around and I got just vibes on things 
And, you know, sometimes they tell kids, oh, it's your imagination. Oh, it's this. And uh, so I never thought much of it. And then my one teacher that I worked with, she encouraged it. And she was like, you're an empath. You're a very sensitive person. I'm like, yeah, I've been called sensitive my whole life. And I was like, like, oh, stop being so sensitive. Oh, God, yeah. And it was, you know, I can feel the energy of a room. I can feel when someone's not being truthful to me. I mean, most of us have that lie detector inside of us, but we don't always trust it, right? Right. It's it's learning how to trust your intuition. That's a big part of my business too. That's why I use the word alchemy because I want to help people transform the things that scare them, the things that challenge them, the things that they don't understand into something that they can use that they mm-hmm. can hone that they can master and you know utilize their gifts to help other people or even just themselves and yeah. so when i got into crystals and i started i mean i have crystals right here constantly no matter where i go they're everywhere and i just <laughs> felt this yeah I, my, my my tagline is like you have an ailment oh i have a crystal for that Ooh. You know? like, i have a spell bag for that you know because they were this incredible um tool for me. Um, so like six years ago, I got involved in meditation. I got involved in crystals and Reiki and all, and I pulled out my tarot cards again. And I started having a lot of um, like physical ailments, right? Mm. I thought I was going nuts. I thought I was sick. I was going to doctors. I was doing all kinds of things. There was absolutely nothing wrong with me. My body was like shifting to match this like energetic level I was moving into mm-hmm. and crystals were and tarot were a huge healing tool for me and that's why I want to use them for other people so my tarot sessions Carrie and I've had a couple yeah. I I use them to help people you know find ways around their blockages I know I'm not a fortune teller with the crystal ball although stuff <laughs> does come up right there's that yeah. There's that stigma around tarot readers that like, you know, it's like this mystical corner in the back and mm-hmm. we're gonna tell you you're going to marry and all of these things. And, <laughs> you know, that's not what I do. Things pop up, but, you know, I always like have a disclaimer, like I'm not telling you to quit your job, but right. you might, <laughs> something might come up that you're you know excited about. Right. And, um, and same thing with crystals, you know, I was, I've used crystals for so many different things, like down to like physical things like bruises and just like body aches or headaches and then energetic things. And that's why I make the bags and I love essential oils. I mean, scent is just Mm -hmm. a powerful thing. And so essential oils are very healing and soothing. And then herbs, you know, so the combination of everything, I started making them for myself and a friend of mine who lives in California She said to me a few years ago, can you make me one of those bags that you make for yourself? I'll pay you for it. I was like, no, no, you're my friend. (laughs) No, I want to pay you for what you do because you're an artist. And that actually is what sparked me making the bags for other people. That's cool. Oh, yeah. And now I'm making... Supports your, it's nice when somebody supports your worth. They're like, you're worth yeah. this. Yeah. She, was, she was insistent. I mean, she had yeah. my Venmo, so I was getting the money no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> and so that sparked me to do bags for other people. And now I'm just like, the ideas are constantly, I can't get enough of making bags for all different things Ooh. and custom ones, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and the, what you said too about like things coming to you or just like that, um, when you were like, starting to do it you're like ooh, and sparks went off i mean that's what everybody's seeking i mean that's the feeling right like yeah. and even when you were getting um done with what you were doing that's the feeling too of like yeah now i'm just doing stuff and the the like purposeful or impetus to like or the excitement around what i'm doing is gone and that can happen i think people feel afraid of that as well like oh no oh no, I don't want to do what I used to want to do. You know, like they get stuck right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh no. And I'm like, yeah, time to shift, like, and go start, go get curious. Do something else. Yeah. And try yeah. something, try anything, do, you know, do try one thing and try another thing. You don't have to be stuck. You know, life isn't linear and it's not like you have to do one thing for your entire life. And just because what right. you did for 10 years doesn't bring you joy anymore is not, people have this bad reaction, this negative response to it. Like, oh, well, whatever a b c and d insert and they're afraid to try something different yeah yeah and i think they get sad like if they don't have an idea that's when they get scared you know there's like the lack of control sort of like well i thought i'd be here but oh no 
not of my own volition. I'm starting to get bored. It's not really what I wanted because change is not easy. You know what I mean? It's sort of like yeah, yeah, yeah. dreading it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if people could understand like, no, that's a normal thing to feel. And like you said, I don't believe in like one job forever anymore. That's not, that's not the wave of today no, for anybody. Think Even in job careers, people are sort of like, in the tech world, I mean, Ryan can speak this too, but myself, like if you're in a job for more than two years, it's almost frowned upon. Yeah. It's weird now. <laughs> exactly. Like, Oh, you're just, you're not like, you're not being innovative or something, or you're not a seeker. Mm -hmm. It just depends on who you're talking to. But, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, you know, I often say in coaching too, like change the way you look at your timeline, like free that up. Yeah. Like, it's not about you're making a decision for forever. Maybe you're making a decision, a bridge decision, right? That could last like a month, could last three months until, you know, to give you space and time to have the other thing come in. Mm -hmm. um, and But that requires trust and letting go of control and believing a different, believing in uh, those different ideas or that different way of being, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's why, you know, I think you and I have talked about it too. Like that's how, why I think it's courageous to actually then move forward you know, then also like get organized about it you know, like, well, and, and too, dig yeah. in. And sometimes if you are stuck and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't know what to do. That was where I was at at the spa. And I was kind of pissing it. Can I kind of curse on yeah, oh, yeah, go ahead, please. I was like pissing and moaning. <laughs> like, I don't like this anymore. This sucks. Like, I don't know what I want to do. Like I was in a room mm. doing facials for people and they were sleeping for most of the time. It was like a very lonely profession. <laughs> and while I loved like skincare and the science in it, and like, like I'm a witch, I'm into magic, but magic and science are like so, you know, similar and integrated. So I was very fascinated with that. But like the culture of the spa business, you know, shade, but it just wasn't for me anymore. Sure. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I got fired. So <gasps> the universe was like, oh, you don't know what you want to do and you don't want to be here. I'm going to make the decision for you. Nice. Sometimes <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Shovey, shovey. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> figure it out, lady. Figure it out. <laughs> but, and you know, that's another thing, too, is people will look at those things as like, oh, that's bad. I'm like, no, that's a sign. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that's and I like, bet. That's the, shift. the universe is, I always tell people, the universe is always conspiring to help you. The law yeah. of attraction is real if you believe in it and if you work at it. You can't just sit on your booty and expect things to come. You have to do the work, but you have to believe in the work. Yeah. And mm -hmm. when you do, you'll see it happen. And so it just was like, okay. And so it pushed me to figure something else out. And I did. I mean, I started working in restaurants to make money, have a new skill, which is great. Now I have this skill I could use forever if I ever need extra money. Right. Which I'm still working in the restaurant business. It's been a great job to support my business and flexibility. And then I started taking astrology courses online because I was so fascinated in astrology to, you know, because I had gotten my chart done in that whole midst of like changing Ooh. my life around, not knowing what I wanted to do. I got my astrology chart done and that was eye opening because I knew what my sun sign was, but I didn't know everything else in my chart. When she read my chart, I was like, oh, whoa. And I was like, I love this. I want to, I want to do this. <laughs> I want right. to learn how to do this. So it was like, things start to shift and change. And, uh, and if you see the signs and you can take advantage of it, that's, that's a way of, of changing out of what you've been doing for so long. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a whole nother way of functioning too, again, which includes a lot of trust. Yep. Um, a lot of belief and trust, right? Like you got to really believe in your own intuition and that, you know, you have all your answers on the inside and then that that's true. Um, you got to be flexible, right? Because yeah, there's such a, it's such a, that's not usual dance, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it's not a usual dance. It, it requires like, okay, see what you want, feel it, you know, feel the excitement, right? And then set it free, let it, you know, wish for it and set it free. And then you're, you, it's not, this is where I pe think people get snagged. They're like, okay, well, how am I going to get that? And I'm like, yeah, the how is not for you. Like you just, like, you got to let it out there and get out of the way yeah. and notice and watch. And your job is to pay attention, mm -hmm. not cling, but like, oh, oh, I mean, I, my whole life has been, uh, what I feel like a series of synchronicities that I've 
uh, and in in every time, almost every time I've been sort of like, mm-hmm, yep, that's happening. Or, and I've identified the feelings along that path, like when it's working, the sort of what it feels like to make a decision, which is a much more simple moment, but it's a very complete, mm-hmm. like, it's just a knowing. It's a like, yep, I'm out of here. And then I don't turn around and go, oh, now what's it going to be? You know, I mean, I have, I'm human being, but yeah. um, <laughs> at times, but I know I'm not helping myself by doing it. I'm like, cause I don't know. There'll be times where you're like today, I don't have that answer and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So just being able to do that kind of utilize all those tools that you have yourself, do this different dance, trust in it. I mean, just that alone is like a whole, you know, way of being and work. And if someone wants to change, helping them or teaching them how to like live in this fashion, that's what I like to do. So with coaching is the whole like, oh no, we're going to shift your, it's a whole paradigm shift, (laughs) you know? How you thought things worked before or that aren't working, like you're going to see there's a whole other way of doing things. Yeah, flexibility is a great word to use for that. And you have to, I always tell people, like, don't white knuckle, like, your life. Like, don't grip on to how yeah. things are supposed <laughs> to be or should be. Like, the word should, yeah. I think it's Louise Hay. Do you know who Louise Hay was? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Love her. Hay House. Yeah. yeah. Huge. She would always say, like, you, like don't use the word should try to shift that word and replace something else like could or would it completely changes the sentence it completely changes the vibe and the energy it's like well i should be doing this well i should have been here it's like this judgment right yeah the word could or would or can you know it's it's I love that. Like that's yeah. totally like, and I catch myself whenever I use that word, uh-uh, back it up a second, you know? That's good advice. Yeah. yeah. It makes a lot of sense of how you frame things and how you're explaining things to yourself to like motivate. Cause if you're just putting those slightly little negative takes on everything, it, it ta- can derail you, you know, takes away. Yeah. Right. And that's the energy you're living by. Mm-hmm. You know, you're telling out loud the story. And so I'm like, you want the story to be that way? Like, exactly. So, I get way into like, watch your words and when are you telling a story and is that story working for you anymore? You know what I mean? Like, it's just a story. No, this is how things are. And I'm like, that's how you're telling it, how it is, but it can be, it can be, it could be anything else. You know what I mean? Like we could tell that a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. I've gotten really into Lauren. What do you think of this too? L- lately with some of the studies um, or teachings I've gotten for me actually to exercise are also like the practice of saying what would a like an anxiety free carry feel like mm-hmm. what would what is that girl you know like be her, the person or be the vision you're you know you're ahead so what would um what would sign to a european label carry feel like and i'm like then you get into her body and be like what if that was your what if that's your reality right now now feel that yeah. Because sometimes we're like, when we're afraid, like, oh, I can't work for that. You know what I mean? Like, so you never place yourself in that vision. You never feel that thing. Like, that's one of the things. That's one of my wishes right now. And I'm, I'm trying to uh, <laughs> get past my own ego, my brain, right. to say, like, right. Right. Carrie. Oh, I love that. I, I say that sometimes to my clients. I'm like, what would it look like? Especially if they come to me for a reading with a question, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Should I move here? Or should I change this job? What would it look like if you did? What would it look like if you didn't? What would you feel energetically in your body if you chose one of the two options? It's almost like making a pros and cons list, right? What you Mm -hmm. want to manifest into you. I love that. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Yeah, I mean, if you don't take the steps to get to where you want to be, you'll never get there. So it is good to at least look at it and try it out mentally first. Right. That's a great reminder, Ryan. I like to remind people too. I'm like, well, you could stay here. Mm -hmm. It's always an option. Right? (laughs) They're they're like, oh, God. I'm like, yeah. So let's get that choice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep going, shall we? But how does that feel? Yeah. So yeah, Mm -hmm. if you want to stay here, what does that feel like to you? You Does that make you happy to do that? Sure. Fine. Stay there. What was it like when you were... um, coming up in tarot as well. Like I just started, um, I just started dabbling. I'm a beginner tarot, right? Like, so I've got my little writer's deck. I've actually got a crazy, like sepia toned writer's weight deck. 
I don't, I, sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes I'm like, oh God, you really got to put that under the light. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I like cool. it so far. <laughs> but I, um, I am reading. Uh, do you like, do you know who Teresa Reed is? Yes. I love her. Okay. So I got her book. Okay, cool. I want to get the coloring book. The, Ooh, the yeah. Book. Yeah. She's got a great little podcast called Tarot Bites. Have you ever listened to that? That's great for oh, beginners because no. it's like five minutes or less. She talks about each card. So okay. it's like little bite. It's she calls it bite size information. It's like B Y T E S. Okay. She's amazing. And she's got a lot of really helpful information. So I like her. I have, I have got, I don't have that book, but it's very beginner. I mean, so the exercise is like pull a card every day. You look at it. What do you see? So you're really connecting to your intuition and then go look at, you know, her, I guess, meaning of the card to her. And it's been of course, really uncanny, right? Because I believe um, in my coaching, that's why I call myself an intuitive life coach. Like there's just a knowing, right? Like whatever, whatever that may be. So it's been a cool exercise to like pull a card a day, maybe ask uh, an open-ended question. You know, it's not a yes or no thing. Um, um, but when did you, so, so I'm just doing that every day, right? I'm just getting familiar with the cards, familiar with my intuition. I'm not into complex spreads of the card or anything like that, but what would it, what was it like uh, your learning of tarot? And I'm sure it's ongoing learning, but, yeah. but what did it feel like, or what did you do to do all your studies. So when I started as a teenager, I bought that deck and I just had the little white pamphlet booklet that came with it. <laughs> and yeah. I just read that. And then when I was in college, I would have friends come over and we'd have like a couple glasses of wine. I'd be like, okay, who wants their card thread? And I was like, kind of reading out of the book. But that's when I started doing intuitive reading because I would pull mm. the cards over. I would see what the story of the pictures were telling me. And then I would start to just talk to them about it. And then if I got kind of stuck, they were my friends. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to pull this book out and see what we have. Right. And nine times out of 10, I was onto something with my intuitive guess on it. So I love that pulling a card a day and look, and I, st I pull a card every single day for myself. Oh, and I you? still do research like, um, uh, Rachel Pollack's book, 78 degrees of wisdom is amazing. Ooh. It's very complex. It's very like, it's like this big. <laughs> and it, it's amazing. And Teresa Reed talks about her a lot too, especially in the tarot bites. And it's, it's cool because she's got the symbolism she's got. Cause Pamela Coleman Smith, who designed and drew the original rider decks. Mm -hmm. um, she, there's just such ornate symbolism in the pictures and I just love it. And so this, it's so cool that there's so many modern decks that do so many different variations on stuff, but I just love that traditional deck because of it's the roots of where it came from, you know? Right. So, and I just, I did that for a while. And then when I came back to it about six years ago, I got the wild unknown deck, which is very yes. cool. All mm -hmm. animals. And there's not a lot of story on those cards. They're beautiful. But if you mm -hmm. don't know how to read tarot, you could see the pictures and be like, well, I have no idea. That looks like a bunch of sticks on a card. What does that mean? It doesn't really tell a story. So the imagery is beautiful. So I started buying books again. And I just started researching from different people and getting, you know, different energies and different interpretations of all the different cards. And so my readings are part how I connect with the card. Cause there's a lot of cards where I pull them on a daily basis or in a spread for myself or someone else. And I've made a personal connection to that card. Like, for instance, the star card represents to me my father, right? Ooh. His nickname when he was growing up was Star. Mm. And he's since he's passed. He passed when I was little in 94. Mm. And um, so I had was doing a reading one night for myself, and it was around his anniversary. And I just felt this presence in my room. And I was like, all right, well, like, I'm not sure who, like, usually I talk to them. I'm like, I don't know who this is because I get connections <laughs> fast. So I'm like, all right, I don't know who you are, what you are, what you're doing. But, like, give me a sign. Let me know who you are, what's going on. Pulled the tarot card over. It was the star card. <gasps> so I knew it was Love him. That. And simultaneously, I shit you not, I had a little reusable bag, like a fabric bag hanging on the back of my door on the doorknob handle, it started to swing back and forth. Ooh. And like, okay. Wrecking. I just got chills when I said that. Okay. Oh. Clarification. Moving on. We're good. <laughs> but so 
I will take that energy that represents a lot of things that my father, um, he was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not motivating. He was very supportive of me. He used to tell me when oh. I was little, you can be anything you want to be. You want to be a singer, oh. a model, a this, a that. Like he was one, he always called me a little witch when I was little, you know? Like, really? Our, yeah. Our movie was Labyrinth. Like that was <gasps> our film. Yeah. Yes. So, oh my God. He would call himself the Goblin King and he would call me a witch. And like, we had this whole little like magical conversation and connection all the time. So he like, and the star card in the tarot represents hope. It represents your wishes. It represents your dreams. It represents that you, if you believe it, you can become it. You know, stars are always brightest in the mm -hmm. dark sky, right? So mm -hmm. the star card to me represents and embodies all of those things my father believed in me for and the definition of the card and what it represents. So that's, so I take two sides of pieces to my tarot practice and my interpretations of what the cards mean and how I interpret it and how it connects to me in my life or how I've seen it come up for other people. So it is like part intuitive, part research. Well, I feel like people do like make relations with their, what the cards, the decks they're drawn to, right? Mm -hmm. Like you really make a relationship with that deck of cards. And I mean, do you believe too, like, um, some people say like, oh, if you, you should only get decks handed to you or passed on. I don't know if I believe that, but I don't believe but, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I get it. Uh, I get it. But, um, but I, I also feel like you tell me if you feel the way too, like you're drawn to certain cards and some cards just like say pendulums, like aren't meant for you. Right. Like I could get some decks and be like, this doesn't speak to me. Like this yeah. isn't, for, so this isn't for me. So, you yeah. know, so I will pass it on to someone. That's my favorite thing to do is to pass on something that gets somebody else excited. That's a great exchange in, yeah. in my book. But yeah, like you develop a relationship. It's almost like a, a, a intuitive relationship with a deck of cards as well. Yeah, like, absolutely. like your friends. <laughs> Some people like to use certain decks like, and, and you know, I have tons of them, but I have a bunch that I don't use for readings. It's just more for me. And I just love, I love the imagery or I love this about it, but I don't use it for readings, you know, but yeah. And there's some decks I'll see them and people go nuts over them. And I'm like, yeah, I don't love the way that looks. It doesn't call to me. So yeah. I'm not right. going to buy it. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into the, you only can get a deck if it's gifted to you. I don't, I don't ascribe to that one. Yeah, no. And I get you're like the, as you build that relationship, like, yeah, certain cards speak to you. Like, I really believe I'm the sun card. No, like the sun comic card comes up. I'm like, oh, that's me all day. Um, and I wonder what I think of. I always look at my mom as sort of like high priestess or somebody like that. She just was like, you know, quiet, but wise, you know what well, I mean? But I love that idea of having that draw to certain cards or having them identify, but it's been interesting just to like, that's the next thing I'd like to do is to practice by reading cards for others. That's really fun. Yeah. Um, and whatever I, you want. Right. Right. Like just, <laughs> I know whatever, this is what's coming. I'm not looking for perfection in any way. You know what I mean? Like, um, but I love, I love, like you, like, I love the witchy stuff. I love, um, I just believe in those things. I always have. Like, I remember, and I feel like the people I'm connected to have these similar stories like yourself. Like, I remember, I have a distinct memory of, like, being eight and looking in the mirror and doing two things. One, saying, I believe the world is magic, like, that magic is real, and then wishing my eyes green. <laughs> <laughs> And they are a lot greener. I'll tell you that. I'm just going to roll with that. Um, <laughs> it took 55 years, but they're getting there. Whatever. <laughs> it was slow a process. slow moving yeah. spell. Exactly. <laughs> I drifted away from the spell. It was just my, you know, youth genius, whatever that then you lose track of. Right. There's like the <laughs> years of like forgetting all the magic that, you know, yeah. but, um, so I want to talk about your spellback and you've got a lot going on too. So I want to make sure we, we get to that as well, yeah. but um, talk to me about your spell bags. I mean, you told us the story of like the first time you did it, but like mm -hmm. you're now you're doing it a lot. Um, but I mean, I would love to hear like what your process is making one and then like what's next because you're blowing up. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I started just doing custom bags. And so someone would come to me, you know, whether it be just an order or I, I love doing it based off of a tarot reading. So I'll sit down. You and I did this. Sit down. We'll do a tarot reading. And based off what comes up in the reading, what your questions are, what you want to achieve, what you want to bring into your life, 
I, I'll make notes and I will pick out different crystals, different herbs and different essential oils that relate to that, you know? So say, you know, you're feeling kind of down in the dumps. You need some self-love. Oh, I pull out some rose quartz or some unikite, right? Say you need some clarity. You need some mental focus on a goal. We do some rainbow fluorite. Um, you're having nightmares. You can't sleep. I pull some howlite. You were looking to connect to your intuition, maybe some iolite or some amethyst. So I'll just pull different crystals and then essential oils and herbs. And it just, it's almost like, um, you see it in movies when characters start to think of things and they like the pictures start uh -huh. to form and it starts to come into place. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to have some of this jar. And it's like, I'm going to have some of this. Yeah. And then I sit down and I do a ritual. I light a candle. I call on the corners and I, you know, I make the space so that the intention, and then because I'm attuned to, I don't use the word Reiki anymore, but because I'm energy attuned, I will infuse and put an intention on the herbs and crystals and oils itself, pack it mm -hmm. up in the bag. I do a little knot magic and tie it up and then ship it on the way. And then I give it a full instruction of how to use it. You know, there's a the satin bag and they're all different kinds of colors. I pack it up and that's the actual spell. Like I was mm -hmm. just at a big festival on Wednesday, which I'll totally talk about. And a lot of people were like, okay, so how do I use this? Is this a kit? And I'm like, no, I'm like, I've actually done all of the work for you. You just have to hold on to it. And that's easy as it is, mm -hmm. you know, keep it in your purse, keep it at your job or in your car or wherever you, whatever it's for, keep it in that vicinity and let it mingle with your energy because crystals are designed to balance out our energies. They have this molecular structure that is so stable, unlike humans that are unstable. <laughs> <laughs> what? So they, they help to bring us, you know, back into alignment without crumbling into pieces. You know, there's actual science and magic behind how crystals work. And of course, intention and belief, right? If you don't believe it's going to work, it's probably not. But, mm -hmm. you know, there's the belief and the science behind it. Because my boyfriend, for instance, he... You know, not that he didn't believe in, in magic, but before he met me, but now it's like, he's seen it happen firsthand. He used mm -hmm. to have a lot of problems with his knees. He was, um, in marching band in high school, drum line, and now he's a server and a bartender. So he's been on his feet for a long mm -hmm. time, always having knee problems. Like they would crack. Ooh. I made him a spell bag for that. He barely has any knee issues anymore. Oh, like, lovely. Like, nice, yeah. Very few and far between that he has. And he didn't even, he doesn't even think about it. Like it was, it was a while that we noticed he wasn't having a problem. And mm -hmm. then he was like, kind of woke up one day and was like, oh, shit. Like my knees haven't been bothering me. <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. So, <laughs> you need a t-shirt that says that. Spell bag? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> and then on the back, it's like, have an uh -huh. issue? I have a crystal for that. <laughs> totally. Oh, my God. You got to write yes. I, I'm all about swag. So I'm just like, yes, two T-shirts right there. Um, so, so I started doing the custom bags. And then I guess it was like springtime, summer, I got approached by someone locally who was doing so in Asbury Park, they shut down the main road, Cookman Ave, to they started it over quarantine so that the restaurants could have outdoor dining because we when there was no indoor dining here in Jersey. Right. And so they shut down the street, the mayor did, and um, they were able to put all kinds of tables out on the sidewalks and in the street. It was almost like a, a street fair. Ooh. And the businesses could advertise. It was really cool. So they decided to do it again this summer. So there was a woman who owns a hair salon <laughs> who found me on Instagram and was like, hey, I'm basically renting out the space in front of my salon for free. Would you be interested in like having a tent there, you know, these certain days? And I was like, oh, okay. Like it was a Sunday. I picked a day and it was a Sunday. She's like, I'm having different people there. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, I need to have pre-made stuff. Mm -hmm. I need to have things that, you know, people could be like, oh, well, I need, like, because I wasn't going to do custom stuff on the street. Right. So I need to have, like, so many different categories and so many different bags for different concerns. And so I just came up with this whole plan to do a bag for self-love, a bag for protection. Because I was doing these things in mm -hmm. custom, but now I had, like, um, sort of like a model where I could do... And I do like a, a ritual for like, say, six self-love bags. 
because they all have the same intention. They all have the same ingredients. I kind of make them in a little bit of bulk. And so I put the intention out there for that. And so I've made a whole bunch of varieties and it's just like grown from there. And so now every other day I'm getting like, Ooh, well, maybe I'll make a bag for this and maybe I'll make a bag for that. And people are like more inclined if they don't know what they want, if they see something mm -hmm. already kind of attuned to what they're sort of interested in, mm -hmm. you know, like, well, I could always use a little more abundance in my life. So they'll do that. Or I have ones for sleep, right? I made one. It's called the Hermit Slumber Ooh. based off of the Hermit's Tarot card. Mm -hmm. And so the Tarot, the Hermit card is all about kind of connecting with our intuition and getting quiet. And I was like, cool. Well, we want to get quiet when we go to sleep, right? And I loved the idea of connecting to this mystical, you know, wise being and having him lull you off to sleep with his little lantern. And the ingredients I put in there were designed to help you fall asleep and stay asleep because that's most people's concerns. That one is like flying off the shelf. Ooh. I can barely keep it in stock. And every time someone buys it, I get like a message two days later. I haven't slept like this since I was a teenager. Ooh. <laughs> so, I need one yeah. of those. Yeah. So <laughs> I've just been coming up with different <laughs> What's that? I might need one Ryan of those. Ryan needs yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's it's beautiful, and it's got this cute little lantern charm on it. I'm, like, obsessed with it. And um, it's cool because it, it infuses two things that I do, right, tarot and my spell work. And so um, now I just uh, – I lost my train of thought. But, yeah, so I've just been, like, coming up with all these yeah. different bag ideas, you know? Like, I just – devised three for October for, for the Halloween for a Samhain season. And, Ooh. you know, now I'm starting to make spell bottles. So Ooh. I made these little, this one I love. So it's called Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a little bottle that has a couple different herbs, a crystal in it called Prinite, which is excellent for anti-nightmares night terrors, sleeplessness, restlessness. It's a gorgeous crystal and combine that with some lavender, chamomile and bergamot in these cute little bottles that you can hang like on your bedside, like on your bedpost or keep it near your bed. Um, just like all these different things that since I'm not like, I do still do custom. It's mm -hmm. great to have these pre-made stuff out there for people. That yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that leads to like, there's lots of things you're doing, right? Like, yeah, so yep. this is where it's, you know, you doing tarot and then the specialty bags. And then now you're getting, you're right. Like you're getting invited to places where there are general things people need. Right. Yeah. And you're right. I totally get what you're saying about like offering some simple, like categories too, that people can identify with helps facilitate for them. Yeah, you yep. know, like, oh, I don't want to have to think about it. Like you witchy, tell me like what I need. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. people love to participate in that way because it's fun for them. You know what I mean? Like and offering fun, I think is always a good thing. I'm definitely going to get a bag for Ryan for sleep. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. get one from you. <laughs> See, that's the advantage yeah. of the pre-maids is like they make good gifts. You don't have to consult, which even, yeah. so you get a better yeah. personal one. But I think I'm like, I want to get people stuff. Help yeah, me. absolutely. And a lot of people have done that. Like I have a stress relief bag. I mean, that's another oh, one God. in yeah. stock. <laughs> I've never met anybody that doesn't need that. So. Yeah. Seriously. Isn't that sad though? Yeah. That like makes me a little sad because I'm like, yeah. oh, I wish people weren't so stressed out all the time. Oh, I feel incredibly lucky that I have found, I want to rephrase, I've come back to what I'm meant to be doing, right? I've always mm. been meant to do this and share this with people and I love it. I mean, mm -hmm. I, so coming up to what I'm up to recently, I just participated in my first Lunar Fair. And mm -hmm. so Lunar Fair is this huge market in New Jersey now. It started, I think about a year ago. It was these two women, I'm not sure if they're sisters, um, they started doing this night market, right? So it's like from Ooh. six to 11 o'clock at night. And it's a, it's like a part witchy market, part Ren fair. They have performers, they have all kinds of stuff. And they were doing it. They were traveling around North Jersey and they were doing it every new moon and every full moon, which Ooh. is awesome. I mean, who's doing something like that? Uh, that sounds cool. And so they went viral on TikTok. And mm. one event they were going to have, like thousands of people wanted to go. And they were in like this VFW parking lot. And they were like, um, 
the cops shut it down because oh. they couldn't do it. So <laughs> yeah, like I love that witches showing up. I love it. Nice. What's going on here? <laughs> so they moved it up to this huge campground up in Sparta, New Jersey, Camp Sacagawea. Mm -hmm. And oh, cool. they have like over 200 vendors and they sell like around 3000 tickets. And a friend wow. of mine got involved event planning with them over the summer. She said, you have to get on this vendor list. You need to get in this market. It's perfect for you. You're going to do so well, everything. So I was like, all right, cool. So I signed up and like, they just had one on the new moon on the sixth for the new moon in Libra. Like a week before I got an email, like, Hey, you want to vend on the sixth? And I was like, <gasps> um, Yes. <laughs> so I went into like crazy work mode making stuff and I, it's a night market. So you have to get all of these lights for your tent, for your wares and Ooh. make it look so illuminated because there's no electricity and no power there. You have to bring your own lights. Whoa. And it's very cool. It's just yeah. very magical. And so going back to saying I, I feel so lucky is that I was working so hard for like an entire week before this event to make stuff, to buy stuff, to, to put together this idea, right. but it didn't feel like work, you know? Right. Like, yeah. That's like, I imagine like when you're rehearsing and you're getting ready for a show and you're putting in long hours for, it's not work when you're doing something like that. So I always yeah. wish that everyone can have that. I mean, you can, for sure. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, and it's the, Again, telling people, helping them identify, like, this is what you're supposed to feel like, right? Like helping them because people don't know, right? Like what to look for. And I'm like, see, feel this feeling where time's passing and you don't think about it or it doesn't feel like work. That's the answer right there. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. And I feel that way about coaching. Like I, I, you know, I really responded when you said, like, I feel so um, grateful that you've have this second purpose that has come in that you're supposed to do. And I feel that way about coaching. I mean, music will always be a part of my life. Right. And I want to, mm -hmm. I, I'm happy for adventures on both of them, but I also felt deeply grateful to, to head towards or come upon like life coaching or coaching mm -hmm. and everybody has their own brand. You know what I mean? It's kind of the coaching's like the wild, wild west. I don't think you currently even still have to be certified, but people get certified because you want to for training or what mm -hmm. have you. Um, but everyone has also their own skills and brands of coaching. And that's what I think is interesting as well. Like you could be your own artist Yeah. still, even with it coaching, like what I do is just what comes out of me. So like my whole gig on being a killer journey, buddy, like that's, that's my AK, you know, killer journey, buddy. Like that's what I like to do. Or my brand of coaching is, mm -hmm. um, you know, like returning to your authentic self and all the practices and paradigm shifts within that, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like there's a lot of teachings and all of that, that I'm, I'm walking as well. Right. Like I wouldn't say I know everything, but I think it's helpful to have, to have someone who has walked that walk or been through things, um, as your buddy, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think people can trust in that. I think people trust in you, right? Like when there's someone who's passionate about what they do and, and means you have information like that you're, you're on point, right? About, mm -hmm. um, about having stuff to offer people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the world, like the world needs healers like yourself, like never before. Yeah. I feel like, Thank you yeah. know, I mean, it is rough times. People are stressed. It's completely bizarre for a lot of people, I mean, um, but you know, like in the metaphysical world, a lot of people look at like this whole occurrence, you know, like pandemic and all that as very, um, a part of kind of a history and story, right? Like yeah. it's happening on purpose, not people passing away, not cruelty like that, no, no, no. but the shift, a disruptive the thing, way, the mm -hmm. shift in the way we were viewing the way we were living our lives. Right. So mm -hmm. I, 2020, was the weirdest, wildest, wonderful, <laughs> terrible year. Like it was everything for me, you know, mm -hmm. besides like being quarantined at home during a pandemic, taking care of a, an ill mother who unfortunately ended up passing away in the same mm. year, I launched my business. Like I started going <laughs> on Instagram lives, doing videos when everybody was home. I was like, well, you know, why not? And it, so it was like the, the universe was, you, there's this opportunity to reassess the way you were living your life mm -hmm. and you got the choice when 
we, I mean, we're still not really back to the way we were before, but oh my why, God, no. but do you need, but, but that was the point, right? It was shifting the way we do things. Yeah. And so you got the choice of how you wanted to move out and through that. Mm -hmm. yeah, we shouldn't know? go back to how things were before. We should make things better I agree. <laughs> with every opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course the, the deaths and the, and the horror of all of that stuff does that wasn't a positive take from it. Of course not. But there were so many other things like, you know, that you, you got this choice. I keep saying like mm -hmm. there was this whole thing like Saturn and Aquarius, right? That was a big thing. And there was like a lot of outer planet activity, which connects to generational shifts, right? The outer mm -hmm. planets are connected to generational energy. Personal planets are, are like the sun and the moon and Mercury and Mars. Those are personal planets. But the bigger guys, they're generational. That's the impact of global, right? And so there's right. a lot of that happening over the last two years. So Yeah, and I think if people, if you can embrace it, like disruption is there to make change, yep. right? And whether, you know, you might not be ready, but if you embrace it, you could see the purpose in it, Yeah. right? You got to, you got to, you know, like, that's like, I got to say, like when my mom passed away, it was, there was kind of this moment where like, wow, I could really sink into like pain and bitterness. Yep. Yep. That would be very easy to do. And like sorrow for a really long time. Um, but I don't believe that. Like, I don't believe, um, I believe things happen for a reason. And again, mm -hmm. I tread lightly there because I know terrible things happen, Absolutely. but at least for my experience in that, like that could have been a real like game ender, bleh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just uh, painful here. and not move, but I don't believe that. So I was like, okay, there's, there's a, there's something out of this that I, is for me to learn. And mm -hmm. <laughs> I had, there's a, when my mom passed, I contacted a couple women that I know that I had relationships with to who are mediums, right? Like, so, um, two different places, they didn't know each other, but they both said the same thing. And it was one of those truths where you're like, Oh, you know, like I really didn't want to hear that. Um, but they both said in order for you to be your full self, your mom had to go. And yeah. that's something I understand. Like, you know what I mean? Like somebody on the outside who doesn't know yeah, yeah. me, me, or, you know, like that my, you know, my mom was my person, you know what I mean? But apron string person kind of thing too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And you need all space to become what you're supposed to be. Um, and I just remember being like, well, I really didn't love hearing that, but I get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was just sort of like, oh, okay. But that's like, okay. And like, I want to learn. Like, I'm a seeker. Like, I want to learn. And, and I'm excited knowing what at least my personal grief process was and how heavy it was and how excavating it was makes me doubly excited to be where I am right now, which is much more healed um and it finally like able to be excited about the future on like bigger levels than I would have been capable of say three years ago or two years right. ago um and so that just that alone I feel very grateful you know what I mean like I can see the process like you can't rush that kind of thing I don't have any regrets around that but I could sure have an appreciation for yeah. for a better day here <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the things you're, oh, that sucks, but I get it. I understand. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. No kidding. Well, I mean, all it must be fun to play with all the things um, that you know about between astrology and tarot and um, witchcraft and, you know, crystals and Reiki and yeah. all of that too. Um, yeah. Like what a cool tool thing. Would... All right. Pardon me for the uh, interruption here, but um, my microphone died and my secondary backup microphone also failed. So um, as opposed to just playing the annoying static noise, uh, I've removed myself from this portion. So it does get awkward. They couldn't hear me uh, and you won't hear anything uh, but until I come back. So uh, bear with us for a few minutes uh, through this technical difficulty. Thank you. Would you be okay? I just thought about this earlier too, and you can yay or nay it or whatever, but like, it would be really fun to, to pull a card, maybe pull a card for Ryan and pull a card for me. Would you be interested in that? Wait, it's so funny that you said that because I, I brought a deck next to me before we got started <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll just bring it here just in case. But I pulled a card. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled a card before we came on 
And I pulled, um, so I have the Halloween tarot with me. Oh, cool. It's super cute. Nice. And uh, I pulled the three of pumpkins, which is the three of pentacles in uh -huh. the traditional decks. And that's all about like collaboration, connection. And I'm like, oh, there's three of us on this podcast. I mm -hmm. love it. Like this is such a great card to pull ahead of time. Um, <laughs> and the pentacles are all about um, material, palpable, um, like physical things. It's an earth-based suit. So it's about like kind of reaping what you sow and like abundance pouring in. So like, I love that, I that before. I'm like, Ooh, this I is do great. too. Well, you and I've talked about collaborating a lot. This is just the start. I feel like of that. I was like, well, we, first we got to get you on the podcast. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but Ryan, are you okay? Do you want a card pulled? I shouldn't just, uh, I shouldn't just ask for you. She just offered you up. <laughs> You're cool with that though. Okay. Just, All right. I'll throw Let's magic see. on you. Ryan's first. <laughs> Ryan, you got some. I guess you gotta. Lauren, can you go first? Yeah, Ryan, you go first. All right. You got something you're thinking about? Does he need to tell you? So no, we can just um, we can just pull a card for like your daily energy if you want, like card for today, or unless you had a question. Oh, you're cutting out a little. Yeah, we lost your audio. He knows, he'll fix it. He knows everything. <laughs> it's getting better. Oh. A little bit, but you're breaking up. I think a spirit's in the room with you messing with you. <laughs> I'm serious. Somebody's playing with technology. Yeah. We are still in Mercury retrograde, so. I yeah. Mean, there you go. All right. He's with us. He's there. <laughs> All right. So, Ryan, we got the temperance card for you. And temperance is all about, I like to use the word balance and alchemy. So it's about, I mean, this card is cute. It's got like a little witch on it and she's making potions. She's got her book out. She's got her little familiar friends with her. In the traditional deck, there's a figure who's got one foot on the land and one foot in the water and she's pouring water into this pond. And it's, there's also been images I've seen of um, birds and like blending water and fire. Like, so again, that whole image of an impression of alchemy, of making things, of blending things, of bringing balance, of collaboration, of combination. And this like inner peace that you come to when you put these things together. So see where today or the rest of the week, you can find this balance of things, this combination, this collection, this collaboration of uh, all sorts of magical goodies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know Ryan's always got, um, <laughs> there's like the little pop-up came like your internet connection is Mercury retrograde's messing with us. But I know Ryan's <laughs> always got a lot of stuff going on like you do like several things and so it'd be very interesting to hear from you later ryan about like what is the mixture going on yeah in your life about you do what? a weird podcast with me you do like <laughs> you do other <laughs> Ooh, carrie we got the uh -oh. ace of imps which is the ace of wands Ooh. do you know about the ace of wands uh i just know wands are like are they earth or like I know fire. a little bit. Fire. That's right. Fire. So the wand suit is connected to the element of fire, of creation, of passion, of projects, of creativity, right? Yes. The aces are, think of them as the one in the minor arcana. So you have major arcana and the minor arcana. Major arcana is cards like temperance. Those are big life points, right? I always think about it. The fool's journey, if you know, um, who Joseph Campbell was, mm -hmm. he wrote the, the hero's journey, right? So the fool's journey is a very similar idea concept. It's this path of life. And the fool's journey, if you look at the major arcana as a story, it's starting off on that adventure and then ending with the world, that, that collaboration and that come full mm -hmm. circle of everything we go through in life, the ups, the downs, the in-betweens and outs. And then the minor arcana is the... Um, all four suits that are connected to the elements and they go from ace to 10 and then page, knight, king, and qu queen, and king. 
so the aces are the like this spark the beginning of the suit mm-hmm. and so uh it's i love the halloween tarot it's they still have the hand coming down out of the clouds pulling the imp by the tail you know and in the traditional decks it's just a, this hand that comes out of the sky whether it's holding a wand or it's holding a cup it's an offering it's presenting you with this opportunity. And, you know, I know you have a bunch of new things going on, Carrie. I know you're talking about consistency and, Mm -hmm. you know, getting on and doing things on a regular basis and sticking and staying with it. So it's just a reinforcement of like, here it is. Here's the presentation of this passion. Now you get to run with it. Excited. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Ooh, I got my like flora craziness here. Ooh, beautiful. This is one of those florets, like some sort of, anyways, I got, you know, rose florets or they come in a lot of different colors, but there's like, anyways, blah, blah, blah. I, I digress. <laughs> no, crystals never digress. <laughs> never, girl. Yeah. Yeah. This, that makes a hundred percent sense to me just because it's well all the reasons all the things that you said but it's exciting like this fall feels like a beginning to me yeah I 100% agree like all the way into 2022 like I don't want to miss an adventure like stuff that you and I will do together or like you know traveling to the east coast and or I always see us as going to England like let's go to I want to go to Glastonbury or like Edinburgh you know I got nutty things in my head so um, I, I'm really excited about that and I am ready to not miss it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and there's so much to learn. Like I'm looking at it as fun as opposed to overwhelming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's so much to learn out there. About that you do, you know, astrology and tarot and Reiki and, and witchcraft and all that. There's, that's fun too. It's the, it's, um, this how, anyways, how we prefer to see the world. I think it's very real. Um, but also just the idea of one of the things, you know, when we went we're talking about the pandemic and people having to go in um, inside and all that it's made, it's made this like social media world, like a whole nother world, you know yeah. what I mean? Which can yeah. play well or play terrible, you know, like there's lots of not great things, but as a connector, I have found it like fluid. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. And I love that. I love like facility, like, okay, let's, you know, who's out there connecting and you could I mean you're on the east coast that's what that's what's amazing to me I'm like oh I could chop chop I can see my friend Lauren you know or somebody else in Europe or you know or or whatever easily um and do something we're just gonna Instagram and you enter in and we're talking now we're doing it yeah and it opens up for clients all Mm -hmm. over the place it opens up for uh, all of these online events which you know we we might have never met before this you know know what I mean like Maybe, but like online businesses like that, you know, have just grown. And so it's been so incredible for that. Yeah. And I get excited about, I love collaborations to, for things, any, for anybody to build big. Like that's, I love that. I'm like, how can we facilitate um, what's possible, you know, quickly for, you know, I love, I, I always say this, like when something happens for somebody else, I get really excited because it just shows possibility. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I dig that. Like it being any part of thing, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, wow. We just threw together this, like, you know, group meet online with four different practitioners and put it out into all of our, you know, you know, online people. And now we have this thing we do once a year, right? Mm -hmm. Like, or whatever, like you could do that in a hot second. It's so incredible, too, in a time where people were probably feeling really lonely and really mm-hmm. isolated, there was a way to reach out and connect with other people and yeah. other people oh, yeah. that had similar interests and were like-minded and you could talk to. And because it's all over all over the place, any time of day. Right. Yeah. Right. Much wider audience to relate to each other, potentially. I mean, I know a lot of people are having arguments out there, but... <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from that. It's the good and the bad. Yes. Staying wide away from that. I'm looking into creation, not like (laughs) destruction. Yeah, yeah. Um, And yeah, the the ease of it all, I think, is really great. Um, It's, I don't know about you, but especially with your business kind of exploding too, like the things you got to watch out for, because, you know, the online world also has its own weird stuff. That's That's one thing I think about too. I'm like, just keep in mind as you get bigger, 
what that brings to you as well. And I'll linger on it, you know what I mean? But it is. It's like the wild, wild west out here. It's like whatever, yeah. you know. Keep your eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep your gut, keep your intuition open, keep your eyes open, uh-huh. trust yourself. Uh-huh. Keep the third eye open too. Gotta yes, always yes. be watching. Always yes. be watching. Always watching. <laughs> it's a great place to practice learning how to have boundaries and then practice them too. Um, mm-hmm. Without guilt or, oh, you know, like think it's like, hey, they'll be people will be fine. You know what I mean? Like, because sometimes that's one thing Erin really taught me too. She's like, doesn't feel right. That's a no. Done. <laughs> She's pretty chopped up. Yeah. 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 Someone seems weird. Nope. Blocked. Done. Like you just kind of have to watch out for that. You, get, you know, getting a little too soft about it can uh, not soft, but like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm like, Oh, no, 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 no. Listen to your gut. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm Mars and Pisces. So I'm like, I will retract from any confrontation or any fight. I'm like, it's okay. And Aaron's one person like, no, you no. need to like step up. You need to like stand up mm-hmm. for certain things. And I, I love her for that. And, you know, gaining confidence in those things. And the more you set up certain boundaries, the easier it is. Yeah. Once you start doing it. Yeah. And ultimately it's our job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's on us. So you gotta, you gotta, if you, if responsibility helps you do it better, go for it. You know, the push of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all in all, though, very exciting. And it's allowed me to meet you, which I think is wonderful. And I got to come get my cards, right? I need some stuff. So I'm going to be buying things for Ryan and getting things for myself. <laughs> I've already got ideas for others as well. So oh, yeah. Holidays. We're going to just buy you out of stuff. Um, <laughs> so what What else is next? So tell us what is next for you? What's all next for you? And where can people find you? So, um, right now I'm going to be doing another lunar fair on October 20th. So that's the full moon coming up. Okay. And then I'm doing a festival on October 24th. I mean, I knew October was going to be busy. I know that like, I mean, my boyfriend, whose name is also Ryan, he's like, it's always Halloween in our house, like all year round. <laughs> and I'm like, I know I'm just a little extra in October. And I and I know other people are like, ooh, it's spooky season. Ooh, it's witchy this. I'm gonna get all interested in it. And I'm I'm here for it, you uh-huh. know. So I knew October was gonna be busy. I didn't know I had no inclination it was gonna be this busy, but I'm stoked for it. Yeah. So I have I did the one on the sixth, I have the one on the twentieth, I have another festival on the twenty-fourth, which is in a different location. It's a smaller venue, but it's this woman, um, it's called the Green Goddess, uh, like she calls it the Green Goddess Collective or Green Goddess hmm. Vendor Events Craft Fairs. She has it on her property and it's a very homey mm-hmm. feel. She's gonna have like sixty vendors, but still big. Mm-hmm. She has um, a woman who does fairy hair and unicorn rides and um, playing music. And, you know, it's like everyone brings food. It's a very like community feel mm. and people selling all different kinds of stuff. So I'll be selling stuff there, maybe doing some mini readings. Um, and then the people who do Lunar Fair are having a huge Halloween weekend. They're calling it their Hollow Weekend. Uh, the 30th and the 31st at Waterloo Village, which is where they had Lollapalooza here in New Jersey. Ooh, okay. So that's massive. So I'm going to be there on the 30th at night. Um, so have those three festivals coming up. Oh my and gosh. And then people can go to my website, www.laurenannalchemy.com. Anne is A-N-N. And you can book a reading with me through there. You can order a custom bag. You can buy pre-made bags. You can sign up to get your astrology chart done. I'm very active on Instagram. I do a weekly show on Sunday nights on Instagram live. It's called Witch Weekly. And I go over the astrological climate of the week. I pull some tarot. Sometimes I talk about crystals. Sometimes I have spell bags for sale. So it kind of, it's a little bit of an open forum. It's really Mm -hmm. cool because then I get to talk to people live and, um, you know, have a little bit of fun with that. And then... um, I'm on, I have a Facebook page. I'm more active on Instagram, but I do have a Mm -hmm. Facebook page. And um, I'm also going to be doing something on Halloween (laughs) with my friend, Jamie Black, who is part of the Silver Lake Priestess. She also has a podcast and a a page. She's a reader. She's doing like an online festival for Samhain. So I'm going to be teaching a class on the 31st on Halloween um, online. It's going to be free. Um, still working on what I'm going to be teaching, probably something to do with crystals, 
Um, and I had done an interview with her over the summer. That's going to be able to be viewed through that group. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> oh my yeah, that's God. That's a lot. And yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. We're going to post all of that on the website. Um, cool. Cool. I will get all that information and I'm going to be sharing out on my Instagram. We, Ryan and I have all the, all the social medias. Um, but I also see you doing things like writing your own book. Oh like, yeah. Well, like I've been, Yeah. Spellback recipe book, like, you know, I, I've been, I've been a writer for a long time too. And I always wanted to write a book and I never knew what I was going to write it about. And, um, so I've been thinking about that a lot lately, what I would want it to be on. So that's be definitely cool. a possibility. Yeah. yeah be cool. Oh yeah. Next year's going to be nuts. Yeah, I, I feel like I did like <laughs> that. No, yeah. I liked how, no matter how busy it seems like you were in October, you seem very excited about the business though, too. So I appreciate oh, that. Yeah. Like as soon as we're done here, I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna work on some abundant spell bottles, and I'm gonna be, you know, getting ready for the show tomorrow. And you know, it's it's cool. I I love it. That's what I'm saying. That's like awesome. when you find it and you're in it and you get to do it all the time. I keep saying, I'm like, I just want to do magic all the time. Mm -hmm. all yeah. And, and that's that's an amazing feeling. I mean, yeah. you've got it. You've totally got it. And when people feel what you're feeling, just getting them to recognize it and be like, follow that thing. Yeah, like good for you. To yourself. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, one teaser I'll leave here, which I've only told a couple of people. Ooh. Going back to my roots of when I was an esthetician, there might be a Lauren Ann Alchemy Enchanted Skincare line. In yes. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. So, yes. Scrubs and oils. I want to make products that can be used for ritual work for witches and for people who don't. So if you just yeah. want a body scrub that smells nice and feels good, it's for you too. Oh my God. That's, you're just a whole industry. I see you <laughs> as a whole industry and I love it. Isn't that fun? Like a whole industry of things that you're capable of doing. I think that's wonderful. Yes. Yeah. yeah Martha Stewart uh, better yes. watch out. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> right, Do you want to be a Martha Stewart? <laughs> but but all those kinds of things are fun, like a skincare line, all natural, right? Like all magic, all natural, really, like yeah. the spell book, you know, like I can imagine you like creating a cookbook that infuses, you know, like magic recipes that but were infused with oils or and herbs or whatever. Should you ever want to make magic that way? I don't know. You could I've do all that. Totally thought I want a tarot deck one day. I don't yes. know what it's going to be, but I want one. So that definitely would be something I would be in the works with too. Make it so, number one. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being with us. And I, I just, I love you right back. And I'm serious. I will, I'm going to be getting on the horn here and just being like, okay, I need this. I need that. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, it was okay, a pleasure yeah. to have you. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Have a good, have a good rest of your October. You too, guys. All right. <laughs> See ya. Bye.